sing this last song, I just want to encourage people. How great is your God this morning? How great is your God this morning? We're singing about a God that's great. But how great is your God? We all have our own interpretation of who this God is. Is your God the God of the Bible? Is your God the God of the Word? Or is your God one that you make up for your own life? So if your God is the God of the Bible, then this is a song that you can just let it go on because you cannot outpraise this God. But if your God is the God of your own made-up mind, then I can understand why people don't worship. I can understand why we don't worship if, if our God is the God that we make up that fits our own lifestyle, that fits our own desires, then I can understand why some people in this world don't worship God because that God isn't worth worshiping. But if your God is the God of the Word, if your God is the God that we preach about, we talk about, and that we think that we, and we say that we serve, then let's praise Him. You can praise Him right where you're at, or you can praise Him in the front. It doesn't make any difference where you praise Him. But I encourage you to praise the God of the Word. Amen. Let's praise Him this morning. Thank you, Jesus. He's the one who is worthy of days ago I was sitting at the counter early in the morning like I usually do and the Bible was sitting there and I've been kind of a spiritual slacker lately and a couple weeks I hadn't read it and I looked at it and I thought to myself should I read it and the Holy Spirit spoke to my heart and says do you want to hear from me and so I opened it up and I opened I was reading the last part of Luke and the it was 24, Luke 24, 32. And it was the, the guys on the, the road from Emmaus, or to Emmaus. And Jesus had spoke to them on the road. He broke bread with them, and then he left. And they talked to each other. He said, when he was talking to us, wasn't your insides burning? And when he revealed the word and explained the word to us, and then later in the verse, it talks about the Holy Spirit coming to clothe us. And I thought about this time of year, how many layers we wear to keep warm. I wear four. How many times I've gone out in the spirit in the world with nothing on in the spirit realm. It's time we clothe ourselves in the spirit. And is it burning within us? Is it burning? when he opens the word to our minds.
about 10 years ago. Not quite 10 years ago right now. There was a prophecy given over this church. And it's coming close. And I'd like to read that, read that prophecy to you. It starts off this way. <clears throat> now therefore, thus saith the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. You have sown much and brought in little. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. Who was left among you that saw this house in her first glory? Be strong, ye people. Be strong in the Lord, for I am with you. And I will fill this house with glory again, saith the Lord. The glory of this latter house shall be greater than the former, saith the Lord of hosts. And in this place will I give peace, saith the Lord of hosts. That's coming to pass. It's coming to pass. And I just feel it in my spirit that it's not far off. Mike said a couple of weeks ago that there is a man for Charlevoix. Mike's going to be leaving. We need to have the Spirit of God move upon us and direct us to that man. We need to know who that is. Over in Joel chapter 1, here's what it says. It starts right off talking to a few of us, talking to me as an, as an old man. Hear this, ye old men, and give here, all ye inhabitants of the Lord. Hath this been in your days, or even in the days of your father? Tell it to your children, and tell it to your children's children, to the third and the fourth generation, the blessing of the Lord. Sanctify ye a fast. Mike talked about fast, praying and fasting a couple of weeks ago. Call a solemn assembly, alas, and cry unto the Lord. Blow a trumpet in Zion. When we do that, when we call a fast, when we fall on our knees and fall before God, He'll bring these things to pass. And he says, and it shall come to pass. In the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. And your old men shall dream dreams. That's me. And upon my servants and upon my handmaidens, I will pour out my spirit. There's great days ahead for this church. There's great days coming. And the spirit of God is going to rest on people. Like it did on Amber this morning. The spirit of God. <clears throat>
Let's be open. Let's receive. And let's allow the Holy Spirit to have his way. I have heard your praises this morning. But I have concerns in my spirit. I have concerns in my spirit that there are those in this congregation, those in this body, those that walk in this path, that walk in this spirit, that are not really of the spirit. There is sin in the camp. And until we rid the sin of the camp, this camp isn't going any further. There is pride. There is resistance to instruction. There is resistance to sound teaching. There are egos that are bigger than the Word of God. And until we break down, until we humble ourselves before the Lord, these prophecies will not come to pass. This is a call. This is a call to all of us here, to this remnant here, there are those that are serving God. There are those that are doing what is required. But there are many, though, that sit and watch and wonder and are part of, but not really part of. What say you today? What say you? What are you going to do? Where are you going to be? What is your role in the life of this church? What is your role in the life of this community? The call has been made. calling us and I feel like the last song we we sang let it rain he can rain on us all day but if we're not willing to receive the water what good is the water if we're not willing to soak it up if we're not willing to take the spirit into our hearts and say and take that living water into our hearts and into our bodies to renew us and to refresh us it's useless so when we when the Lord calls us, which he called us through Mike, and he called us through Amber, if we're not willing to do what the Lord is asking us to do and call us to do, we're useless. It came up last week. If we're not doing what the Lord is calling us to do, what's happening? God is a God of love, but you know what? Sometimes God's a God of tough love. And he's going to tell us when we need to move. And if we don't move, he's going to tell us again, move. 
do what God is telling us to do. Draw to Him. Come to Him. This is what the Lord is saying to all of us. Therefore, just as the Holy Spirit says today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as when they provoked me, as in the day of trial in the wilderness, where your fathers tried me by testing me and saw my works for 40 years. Therefore, I was angry with this generation and said, they always go astray in their heart and they did not know my ways. And I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. Take care, brethren, lest there should be in any one of you an evil, unbelieving heart in falling away from the living God. But encourage one another day after day, as long as it is still called today, lest any one of you be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. For we have become partakers of Christ if we hold fast the beginning of our assurance firm until the end. While it is said, today if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as when they provoked me. That's Hebrews 3, 7 through 15. The word of the Lord is a mystery sometimes for us because sometimes we hear the word and we get angry by the word that we're challenged by the word and we wonder why if God is God of love then why the challenging words there's no anger here this morning folks please understand every word that was given here is not an anger There is no anger. There is no pointing fingers at individuals. This is a call to us individually as persons of God, of persons of, of the Holy Spirit that would draw individual men and women and children and grandparents. Um, I'm going to change the service this morning. We're not going to preach. This is it. This is what we're going to do all service. We're just going to seek the Lord. We're just going to enter into a time of continual seeking. And if you're uncomfortable, you can leave. But this is what we're doing. We're going to seek the Lord today. We're going to find his heart. And we're going to try to figure out what it is we need to be doing in this body. I am so, so challenge in my spirit this morning even with the small numbers that we have here we have a remnant of left in this church and if we don't take our role if we don't pick up the remnant here this church is not going to exist i may be the last pastor this church ever has and that breaks my heart and i know it breaks your heart if you're really a godly person And I know I may say I'm hard this morning, and I know I may sound like I'm rash and I'm out of line, but I'm not out of line. The Holy Spirit is drawing me this morning to say some very hard things this morning, and we have sin in the camp. And unless we purge the sin, this is going nowhere. This is a country club with a nice facility. not looking for emotional response. I'm not looking for people to jump up and down and agree. I'm just looking, I'm just giving the word of the Lord. 
I'm just given what the Lord has laid on my heart, and that is that we have one chance. We have one chance to gather this or it's gone. If you can pray, if you can pray in, the, in, in your heavenly language, folks, this is a Pentecostal church. And when we say that we live by the tenets of the faith of this church and then we go out inside and we live the way we want to live, no wonder this church is 550 people strong. No wonder this is what happens. We go out and we conduct business. We talk. We live the way we want to live. We do what we want to do in school. We do what we want to do in our jobs. We're totally inconsistent with what this church is. And then we wonder why God is not moving in this place. Again, this is not anger. It may come across, and believe me, I am not mad at anybody. I am concerned, and my heart is broken. I want this church to grow. I want this church to move. I want this church to, 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 be, to flourish. Not all I want it, but the Holy Spirit is saying, folks, let's go. Let's do something. But we must, we must find that sweet spot, and we must put down our pride. I don't care how long we've been in this church. I don't care if we grew up in this church or not. It's not about the pastor, people. It's not about the pastor. It's about every one of us sitting in these pews today, in these chairs. It's about, it's about that. It's about your personal dedication. It's about your personal goal. It's about your personal hunger. And if we don't have a hunger personally or collectively, then this is all that's going to be. It's going to be a nice worship setting, and that's going to be it. And then it's going to be weak. Now, I know that somebody are looking at me right now and saying, Mike, you're on the negative all the time. Will you get off the negative and will you get on the positive? Will you make me feel good? I want to make you feel good, folks. That is what I want to do. But I have to be true to my spirit. I have to be true to what God's calling me. And I know there are people in this church that are living the right life. And I know that. And the Lord knows that. So this is not a condemnation of everyone. It is a call to a body of believers. It is a call to a remnant of people that really want to see this church grow and flourish and be what the Lord wants it to be and not what man wants it to be. Are we hungry? Do we want this? Are we happy with the status quo? Are we happy with this? Is this all we want? Is this all there is? Let's sing a few more songs, Jackie, if you have some lined up and, or make them up if you can. And let's just spend the next few minutes just continuing to pray, continue to seek God, continue to seek His face. To Jesus, I pledge my allegiance to
but yet he requires more out of us than just love. Love is not enough. Love is not enough, and I say it from this perspective. If, if you loved your husband so much, wife, if you loved him with all that you had, and your husband kept walking away from you into the hands of a lover, would your love be enough? See, what happens, love is a two-way street. Their love from one has to be reflected back to the one that gave it. God loves us so much. However, his love for us, and I hate to use this word, but I will, it's wasted on us if we don't reflect that love back to him. It's got to be reflected back. It's like the moon would be nothing if it didn't reflect from the sun. What gives the moon the light is the reflection from the sun. The moon has nothing in its own right. I have nothing in my own right. I am a fleshly evil man in my own right. And until I reflect the love of God back to him, then the love is completed then we have a relationship. A relationship without a reflected love is a one-way street. So when we say the words that we say here, this isn't condemnation. It is, are we reflecting God's love back to Him? Let's spend some time here this morning. And let's just continue to check ourselves, check our spirit, know where we're coming from. And let's honor him by saying, Lord, you love me so much. Now I'm going to reflect it back to you and I'm going to give it back to you. I'm going to reply to your love. I'm going to respond to your love and I'm going to acknowledge your love. And then I'm going to do what love requires. I'm going to honor you. I'm going to cherish you. I'm going to commit myself to you. And I'm going to do what you require of me because I love you. Because that's the love coming into me, reflecting back to you. And now you know that I love you because it's reflecting back and you're receiving it. And that's what it's all about. That's what our personal relationship with Jesus is all about. My children, why do you run from me? Why do you call out my name and then turn from me?
my children and I love you and I want to bless you and I want to give you the desires of your heart but you do not honor me why are you here today you're here to meet me you are here to praise me and to honor me and to hear me and I'm going to speak to you, but you must listen. I will bless you if you only honor me. were honor your father and mother and your days will be long that is my one commandment with a promise I am your father why don't you honor me church but I'm not your God outside of this building why do you put earthly things before me church of I don't want to spit you out of my mouth but if you are lukewarm then I will So many times we want to rush past times of great digging. We know enough about farming in this church to know that if we don't properly turn the soil, if we rush to get the seed planted because we want to get, we want to get moving into the harvest, we know that the seed won't last. So right now we are doing some 
extra, extra um, turning of the soil. It was a really good word by a young lady that was hearing directly from the Lord this morning. It's a good word. And we need to let that turn in our heart. And we need to know, Lord, is she talking to me? Are you talking about me? That's what I need to know. That's what you should be asking. Not about somebody else. But is that referring to me? And if it is, then we need to honor and we need to be on our faces before the Lord and ask him for his forgiveness. Wow. It's not rush. It's not get that seed planted until the soil is turned over so that we plant that seed deep so that it germinates and it grows and it multiplies in our life, in our spiritual life. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, search us, we pray, and see if there be a wicked way within me. Search me, Father, and see if there be a wicked way within me. And Father, if there is, I pray that you show it to me, Lord, that I would deal with it accordingly, that I would do with it, Lord, and I would, I would put it right before me and you, and we would have no disruption or nor, no uh, confusion in our relationship, Father so that then I can have a proper relationship with my, the people in this community. But Lord, my relationship, our relationship has to be pure before us, before I can really reach out to people in an authentic way. Amen. Examine your heart as we sing in a little bit more. Just examine your heart. and Let that soil be turned over. Plant deep this morning, folks. Plant deep. I will. 
know, I, it's very clear what the Lord is saying here. He wants us to come to Him. You know, it's time that we put actions to that. It's time that we get up out of our seats. I'm not into the big corporate call up to the front thing. But you know what? God is doing that. God is telling us to move, to get up, to come to the altar, throw your body on the altar, and give yourself as a sacrifice to Him. That's what He's asking us to do. The Lord of the universe, the creator of the world, is asking us to come to Him over and over and over again. (laughs) Yet we don't. We still are in our seats. Come to him. Come to the altar and give yourself up. He's practically begging us and we're not doing it. It can't be any clearer, guys. I'm going to make you and I ain't going to ask you because God isn't. God isn't making us and he doesn't make us. But he's very clear on what he's desire is move really what is the purpose and I thought about this all week long and I think the service today is right on target because I realize what this church was at one time I realize where we were at one time and the stirring in the heart of Mike and the stirring in the heart of Jane and Kermit's daughter was not by accident we have to realize that this is God's house we're his people And his heart gets grieved, his heart gets stirred. The spirit gets grieved. And because of some things that we are doing, some things we should not be doing, his spirit is taken from us. And I think the call today was a final warning. I have felt that in my spirit. There are some things that that really are going over that I probably really shouldn't say and I'm not going to say them, but I feel that that is a stern warning, a stern call from the Lord that we need to stop. We need to take a look. I think we're doing some things that we should not be doing. We can do it. if Go ahead, do it if you want, but if we really want the blessing of the Lord, if we really want the moving of the Spirit of the Lord, I think it's very important that we stop and take heed of the things that were said here and some things that have taken place this morning. You see, we can't replace growth by some worldly things. What the world looks as fun and what the world sees as growth as far as the kingdom of God really means absolutely nothing. The things that are important is who are we reaching? How are we reaching them? And how are they responding? And what are we doing as far as the kingdom of God? And that is the responsibility of the church. That's the requirement of the church. And when we play games, when we get 
arrogant and we get cocky and we get a little bit rebellious within our own spirit and see we should be doing this we should be doing that the face of the Lord has no choice but to turn the other way and to turn against us so I'd just like to admonish you this morning I think we need to take heed I think we need to listen to what the Lord has said and I think we need to walk and I think we need to be obedient we need to be willing to walk in the truth that we have seen and the truth that we all know. We are all responsible for our own walk. Let's, let's follow him. Let's do what he wants us to do. When we realize we're doing something wrong, let's repent and get right. Let's not keep doing it because we will suffer. Not only we, but the church, our community, and all the, all the people that we reach out to they will suffer as well. Um, as I was up at the altar, I was just really feeling like God was saying, he wants to rebaptize this place in his Holy Spirit because we've just become a part of us just dead and dry. And we just need that Holy Spirit to just rain down on us like we were singing. And maybe there's some of you here that have never received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And you want that. I know that there's a bunch of us that would be willing to pray for you. And I just really feel like that's what God is saying this place needs. We need a rebaptism. We need a refilling. We need his Holy Spirit to set this place on fire again. Because without that, all we are is... It's like having a form of godliness, but denying the power. And so if the Holy Spirit is tugging on your heart, if you feel that, if you have that desire, yes, Jesus. then I just ask that you come up and, and we'll pray with you. There's so much more that God has for us. The other thing that he kept speaking to me, even in my own life, he chastises those he loves. And I know as Pastor Mike said, sometimes this sounds like a harsh word, but it's not. God loves us so much. Yes, he does. He just loves us so much. If you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit, if you want to be filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit, with the initial evidence of speaking in tongues, if you want that, come forward. I believe the Lord will answer prayers right now. You've been seeking, Drew. You've been asking. This has been a hard week for us. Last Sunday morning, when we left here, we weren't going to walk back in this church again because I feel it. What Dick said this morning, what these young ladies have said this morning, what God has said to us in the last six months with the prophecies and exhortations that we've had. Folks, it's the last chance we're going to get to rise up, and I don't have the answers, but God does, and we have to listen to him. We have to start reaching out. I see people come in the door for a week. For two weeks, they don't come back. 
I don't have the answer to that. But I know that we have to have church on Sunday morning. We have to have church in our offices and our businesses and walking down the street when we go to work on Monday morning. We have to have church in our car or whoever we're talking to in the streets and reach out. It can't be just... And that's just probably a message to me as much as anybody else. But I feel that. I feel that in my heart. And I, I, I just... Folks, we have to make a change. God is asking us and begging us to make a change, and we have to do that. I think this was an important day today. I think this was probably the most important service I've ever been in as far as what's going to happen and what the direction will be. And I pray that we all will just glory in this and remember this. And as we walk out this door this today, that, that our life will be different this week. That our lives will be different this week. Amen. Yeah, we've been Christians a long time, but it's okay to be different. We can be a little bit more different. We're going to preach next week on fasting and prayer. And we're going to then begin to enter into that season of fasting and prayer for this church and where it's going to go. So begin to think about that this week and begin to exercise it. If you know what it is to fast and pray, begin today. We're going to talk about it next week and we're going to encourage growth, new growth, new opportunities. Thank you for being obedient to the Lord today. Thank you all those that gave words today. What a blessing it was. What a blessing you are to this church. Be bold. Stay bold. Father, we thank you now. We thank you, Father, for your unending love. And we, Lord, we just pray that you would just continue to be with us throughout this week. Let this spirit of graciousness, let this spirit of continued challenge, this growth, Lord, continue to burn it in our spirit. Lord, let let it not leave us. Let it not leave us, Father, but let it be ever-present within us so that when we, we, we wake in the morning, we're thinking about you. We work, we think about you throughout the day. When we go to bed at night, we think about you. We meditate. We, we uh, spend time in devotions. We pray, Lord, for those that have received a new heavenly prayer language today, that we exercise it. And we every day, we pray in that spirit. We pray in that heavenly spirit. And for those others that are here, we need this now more than ever. We need this now more than ever. We honor you, Jesus. Go with us throughout this day now, we pray. Thank you for meeting with us, and thank you for being so, so, so loving. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.